still be. Yep. How's being Q? Oh man, forty minutes queuing just to get in. Forty minutes. Yeah, and then I got kicked out as soon as I was in there. What for? Guy in black and orange came up to me and says, "You want decking? Just glad I got the first punch in." <laughs> episode 14 14 of the Perth podcast yeah yeah we should be on a lot more but we've gone down to a much slower uh, release schedule at the moment let's say we're not exactly you know watching the clock and getting it bang on every time we're just doing what we can when we can yeah like everyone is Mm -hmm. really yeah and we've not been anywhere to talk about much anyways so here we are yeah there's that and it's also the fact I have genuinely got less free time now which is bizarre because I never leave my house except on a Monday night to go to Asda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've got just less free time at the moment for this or for anything, well, not just this. You're not the only one. I've got I've got a couple of friends who are still working from home and they are definitely busier than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working late from home, which just sounds weird, doesn't it? You know, I'm doing overtime in, in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> but the, the whole, that whole situation. But yeah, lockdown week nine. Uh, I think it's nine anyway. It's, uh, yeah, it's who knows anymore. I'm not even sure it matters anymore, <laughs> but uh, we're still locked down. We're still, you know, living the dream. We're still here. Fun and games. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's it's almost becoming the norm again. I, to be fair, I actually can't believe it's been nine weeks already. I know I, there is a bit of that as well, isn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, nine weeks—that's like almost three months, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, we're, we're we're getting there. I mean, hopefully everyone out there's safe and sound and and getting by. And um, you know, we we were talking about mental health earlier on as well. It's not just about. Um, you know, the sort of physical and the, the working part of it, mental health is a big thing as well. And you yeah. and I saw a friend the other day there saying he's deactivating his Facebook account because it's getting him down. And I totally get that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, even without lockdown, social media, I, I've got a thing about social media and it's not always great for people's mental health, especially if you can't get your head around the fact that everyone puts up their best side. No one, only the minority, sorry, show their worst side as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's all this perfect world that they live in, and, and it's not. Uh, but there's also the other side as well, isn't there, of all the, the nonsense, the neg- negativity, and, uh, well, the BS, to be frank, the, yeah. the amount of false uh, information out there, which Facebook seems to thrive on. Uh, go ahead and write back to the old days of, you know, like this post to win a Land Rover. We can't sell it because it's last year's model. Um, you know, it's it's preying on the, the desperate and to a degree, and I, I can totally see how people can get bogged down in that stuff yeah so it's maybe something to think about as well as if you're just not feeling yourself and are you on social media a lot is that well yeah the thing and and avoid it or switch it off or i mean it's not mandatory we don't have to have it people it's not a a necessary thing it's not like breathing um we don't need it so if you are struggling with it let it go yeah but um before you do that remember and put on notifications for the perth podcast posts so that you can like and share them and then go back off social media again obviously (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, and all social media you know yeah i think some are better than others i'd say like instagram for example is far less full of nonsense than what uh, Facebook, not naming names, and I am naming names, Facebook uh, <laughs> provide. But, um, oh God, can we get done for that? Are we going to get chased? Is, you know, Facebook is 
Is he going to come after us? What's his face? Zuckerberg. Uh, you just don't run. He has to stay at least two metres apart. Oh, good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can take him anyway. He's tiny. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Seen the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, social media. Uh, don't don't get bogged down in it. Simple as that. Yeah. Or you might end up at a protest. Or not, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, life well played. Well yeah. played. So that was that was a, a great turnout for the lockdown protest, where no one bothered except I think the person who organised it and counter demonstrators who were there to heckle them. Hecklers, yeah. I mean, yeah, well done. Well played. I love hecklers. Um, <laughs> protesting a virus. Yes, very good. Well done. Yeah, it was like that video I shared on Facebook where you'd seen the man protesting outside Parliament where yeah. there was no one in Parliament. Um, yeah. He was protesting this virus with a face mask on. And it's like, well, if you don't believe Quite in this... <laughs> there was no virus, but I had a face mask on anyway. Yeah, you just wear that normally. Yeah. Uh, have some conviction, man. I know, commit to your act. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... You know, there's there's some weird stuff going on. Um, you know, as I say, protesting, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I think normality is still far, far away. But I think we can start to see little glimpses of it now. Uh, for example, you were saying you were at BQ. Yeah. So putting the terrible, terrible, terrible joke from the start of the episode aside, I genuinely was at BQ this morning. I queued for around forty minutes just to get in. And I gen- I actually don't have a problem with that. Well, no, it's just how it is, isn't it? Yeah, so my shopping experiences are slightly different because I work in Asda one night a week. And so I, I can do my shopping when I'm there. I don't need to you know, stress out too much. It's late at night. It's never anyone about. It's fine. Um, so I actually find approaching a shop as a customer a little bit kind of, ooh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I went... And I parked as far away from the, the queues as I could because that was near the exit. Walked all the way back. So from where the shop is, if you're facing uh, if you're facing the front of the shop, the queue goes off to the right towards the Toyota garage. Yeah, got um, And then when it gets around the corner, it starts to snake up and down. Um, and I mean, it was fine. Everyone was giving you space. And even though it took 40 minutes to get in there, once I got in um, and they had like sanitizer and stuff so you could wipe down your trolley if you wanted to or you know wipe your hands before you got the trolley yeah and i felt like uh, i felt like i had the shop to myself apart from one occasion where i basically ended up trapped and had to walk past people far too close which i was not happy about because yeah. they just weren't moving um but apart from that it, it was fine it's just almost like the new normal Um you go to the till you put your stuff at the far end of the till and then you go back to the where you queue all right, and then they scan everything in your trolley, and then you can go up and pay. So it's just again, it's just keeping uh, you away from them, and you're not know, hovering about them while they're scanning your stuff. So well, it seems quite well planned out, and at least they're they're doing what they can to to keep everyone as safe as possible while trying to you know trade. Yeah, uh, very very difficult, of course, but because uh, I I got a um a click and collect order not that long ago before they'd opened the actual doors mm-hmm. um, and I, I drove up uh, when I got my text to say come in it was like three days later after ordering that's when they said it was ready to collect and I went up and there was all these parking areas that said pick up zone one, two, three or A, B and C whatever it was I can't remember but there was no signage to say what you were supposed to do so I, I drove up and I'm like am I meant to get out am I meant to stay in but a woman came over with a clipboard and said to me, what's your name? What's your order number? Great, I'll go and get that for you. Just stay there. Um, but the people behind me weren't so lucky. They never saw the woman with the clipboard got out the car 
So it's, it's all about being precise and clear about, about expectations of yourself, isn't mm-hmm. it? As a shopper, what do you expect me to do? Uh, and for example, I've been doing the shopping for the house, going to Asda. And you show up and there's clearly a bit that you queue up. There, there is clearly tape on the ground of where you should stand if you're queuing to get in. Uh, there's yeah. signs saying that you might be a little while. Please bear with us. That's all good as well. And there's arrows on the ground. Not that, you know, many people are following the arrows because, um, you know, them getting that item off the shelf is far more important than anything else in the world. Yeah. Um, Oh, actually, for the most part, it, it works, and and that's nice to know. And as a, as a shopper, I feel um, relaxed about the fact that all that's in place and it's obvious enough to follow. But if you've never been out, and I mean, how did you find the experience of even leaving the house to go and do that? Did you feel naughty? <laughs> um, well, it's, it, it's, it's one of these things. Didn't feel like I was doing something wrong, but in the back of my head, I was still there. Like, is this an essential trip? And to be Should honest, I be here. I think for like what I was getting and the work that was needing done, it was stressing us out that it couldn't get done. So I think from a mental health, you could argue it was essential. Um, mm. But no, I, I wasn't sitting there thinking I feel naughty or anything because I don't know. It's it's common sense. You use your common sense if you're going someplace. Just be aware of what's going on. Well, yeah, yeah, and actually be aware of yourself and what you are imposing on other people, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's what it is. It's, and it is about. It's about everyone, not about you. That's what it comes down to. Yes. And I think that's the message that some people aren't getting. It's like, oh, if I get it, I'll be fine. <laughs> but the five people you spread it to, three of them won't Exactly. Be. The rest of us won't be. Yeah, and that, that's what it comes down to. But uh, it's good to know it's open. It's good to know you can go there and do it. But um, I, I, as I said, I, I think I said to you the other day when we were talking about golf courses, for example, I, I think that should be open. I mean, you know, you take the flag out, you disinfect your hand, you go and play the rest of your round. I don't, I, I'm just struggling to see why things like that can't carry on but maybe we have to bring it right back and start to bring all this back in gradually but it always seems to be the things that make money that open first but yeah being cute open it please I'm, I'm i'll be up there myself at some point to paint the house yeah but that's it's great that you've got out though and, and doing uh things like that and you know returning to some sort of normal uh not that i think that exists and maybe we'll never again the new normal it will become yes well there's that argument as well isn't there yeah um but yeah, so that's kind of it for what we've done. We went to B&Q, we went shopping. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking there, when you're talking about like the normal, what's hmm. normal for this podcast is to have a have a guest on, have an interview going on, and I believe you arranged that this week, didn't you? Yeah, so um, I had uh, Rachel Mitchell from Yoga Perth on the show, working remotely, of course, again, uh, from her house. So... Uh, we talked about her yoga studio, about her classes, and the importance of continuing things like that during lockdown. So here is our interview with Rachel. We are joined in the virtual studio once again, because we're still in lockdown, by Rachel Mitchell from Yoga Perth. Welcome, Rachel. Hello. Good to chat with you, Ian. Thank you for inviting me on. Well, you know, we had to get someone on. and Everyone else is busy. Here you are. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a bit of background, of course, uh, Rachel and I uh, know each other from Lunkerty, where we both live and our kids go to school, but also Rachel has helped me with my back problems uh, through yoga. So um, without me driveling on too long, uh, Rachel, do you want to tell us a wee bit about your what you would normally do in a week where we're allowed out our houses uh, and what you do with your yoga? Yeah, I've been teaching yoga now since 2004 and usually in a week um, I teach about 
five classes, um, one being an Ashtanga class, one being a Hatha class. And I also teach um, the 12-week um, program for healthy lower backs, which is the one that um, you know Ian is talking about. So along with kind of working part-time in a job with the council as well, that tends to kind of keep me keep me fairly busy. You're, you're not quiet. I've never known you to be idle, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so your your weekly classes, of course, happen in, in Lunkerty. Uh, I've been to them; they are very good. Uh, so, but that that's that was then. This is now. Um, before we get into what you're doing now, because I find it really interesting how people are adapting, and a lot of the show has been about this ad- adaptation of your business. You can't just sit and point fingers and blame things for not happening. We have to adapt now, uh, and I think you've done that very well. So we'll get into that in a second. But I find really interesting your course. You told us a backstory about um, why you got into yoga. Can you tell us, uh, the audience a wee bit about what created that that love of yoga or that passion for it? Yeah, um, well. I decided to do the yoga teacher training um, in 2004 because I knew, you know, yoga, it's it's an amazing thing to do. It makes you feel great. It's great for your body. It's great for your breathing. It's great for your mind. And, you know, I'd been teaching for a couple of years and I had a lot of people come to me specifically with lower back pain. And, you know... Me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and... You know, I know that uh, yoga is very good for backs um, and it can help with lower back pain. But, you know, there is always that worry that you're not maybe doing exactly what you should be doing. You know, backs are precious, obviously. Um, And so in 2013, I saw kind of an advertisement to do an extra wee bit of training um, in a course called uh, Yoga for Healthy Lower Backs. So that was then um, a training that I did, which you know, works you through 12 weeks and it's roughly about sort of 53 different poses that you do in those 12 weeks. Starts it felt off, like 253, <laughs> but okay, carry on. <laughs> um, but it's, it's aimed at people that have never potentially done any yoga before. So it starts off very gently, just gets you in tune with your body, gets you to kind of feel your body again you know we kind of just use our body to to help us move around and we forget kind of to tune in you know to sit well to stand well and things so um so to begin with the courses is a bit about that and then it does start to work through poses which you know are a wee bit more tricky and starts to kind of give you the confidence to kind of start moving again because very often if we get a sore bit we hold on to it because we're scared to move it in case it hurts. Oh, yes. Yeah, indeed. Oh, yes. So, you know, that then builds tension in the muscles. And if we're not moosing them, it could make them even stiffer. And it takes tension to other bits of our body as well. You know, so what maybe started off as a sore lower back can give us sore shoulders. You know, it can kind of work down into our legs and things like that. So so it's it starts very gently getting you to have the confidence to kind of move your body again. Um, and, you know, as you kind of see that you can move in a controlled way, maybe in a way that you've not moved in years, it gives you a bit more confidence to sort of think, you know, if my back flares up, then I can do certain poses that I know are going to help, you know, because you get a wee sort of toolkit of poses, your reliever poses, as they're called, um, <laughs> that you can turn to, you know, when your back sort of flares up and, and things like that. And I can I can attest to that, of course. Uh, I've I, after I did my back in and after I saw you, um, 
I have had times, I mean, my back's gone since, but I have had times where I, even during work, where I was at a wedding, shooting a wedding, and uh, by about five o'clock, I thought my back's about to go, and I did 15 minutes of yoga on the floor with people looking at me very strangely, but I didn't care. Um, and I managed to work five hours after that, Yeah. after which, I thought my back was about to go with no problems. Mm-hmm. Which which is amazing. And I, you know, I know before you started the course, you were kind, you know, well, not kind of, you were very sceptical about Voodoo yoga. magic, I think I called it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which, which was a huge compliment to me when you finished the course because I always do feedback in forums with all the students um, you know and you were like your voodoo it does actually work and I thought <laughs> um, I think so you know it's amazing you know if you can get somebody that you know, isn't quite sure if it's going to work or not to then feel it. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and I can definitely tell everyone that it does. It, for me, it worked. And, and, you know, there's many other people like me uh, that I know it's worked for as well. And of course, I, I do suggest a lot of friends of mine, if they do complain of lower back pains, to try yoga. And you get that look. And I gave you that look. Yeah. You know, we all know that look. <laughs> I know that look. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think the biggest thing for me, I, I think there's a lot of fear uh-huh. uh, of going. Um, yes. If you've never been before, there's a fear of not knowing the moves. There's a fear of looking like an idiot. Um, and once you get over that initial thing, because actually what I find with your classes is it's very welcoming and there's no judgment mm-hmm. yeah. um, at all, even from the other people that are there, because you're all in the same boat. Yes, absolutely. And it's uh, quite it's and small think, classes as well. So, and, yeah. and it's it's the same people that are coming for those 12 weeks. So, you know, people actually kind of bond together a wee bit as well. You know, oh, we yes. all have a wee we, chat. We definitely did. Yeah, yeah. About, you know, you know, and maybe sort of share stories about, you know, their back pain and things that help them and, um you know, so it does kind of, you know, it brings people together as well. You know, it's quite a sociable um, yes, sort of thing as well. So. And I enjoyed that part of it as well. I mean, for the most part, I was only bloke on the course, but at no point did I feel that that was uh, a problem, yeah. which was fantastic. Because yeah. uh, I, I do remember the one that stands out for me the most, the one class I remember the most was uh, we did a, a certain move and I've had a knot in my shoulder for years and he tried to move the class on and I'm like, do what you want. I'm staying right here because I could feel the knot in my shoulder moving for the first time in like two years. Yeah. Um, and I felt it starting to ease off. There's little, little electric shocks and little, and I was like, oh, this is doing something. Yeah, that's, that's, it's kind of opening the, you know, it's starting to let the energy move around. Yeah, and that was a total eureka movement uh, uh, mo- moment for me where I thought I tried everything, acupuncture, physios. And I think the biggest thing, and and like the wedding I spoke about earlier, the biggest thing for me for yoga has been the self-help element of it. Um, You don't have to wait for a doctor's appointment. You don't have to wait for drugs. You don't have to rely on all that stuff. You can actually lie down on a floor um, and get it done. And and even we, we went on holiday to London last year with the kids and walked a lot of miles. And at one point, I thought my back's about to go, and much to I think my wife's horror, who's over there laughing, uh, I started doing yoga in a bandstand in Hyde Park in London on a freezing cold slab with tourists walking around me like I wasn't even there. Uh, but had I not done that, I'm almost positive, like 99.9% positive, my back would have went right there. So. Um, the self-help part of the, the yoga has been my biggest um, thing to take away from your classes. Yes, and I think that's what that's what's so great as well, is that you, you know, if you go to a physio, they kind of, uh, or a chiropractor, they kind of do things to you that you don't necessarily know how to replicate that. 
Exactly. Whereas yeah, over yeah. that and it's a repeat piece, thing. Yes, you're doing it yourself. You're encouraged to go yes. away and do homework, although I don't necessarily tell people that until they sign up. Um, don't use that word. <laughs> no. no, no, bad word. <laughs> um, I think so. There, you're, you're encouraged to kind of be doing it again and again and again. So you're, you know, you kind of it gets ingrained. Uh, yes. you know, the movements um, and you know you are doing it to yourself so you can then replicate it as you say in band and, and control it of course as well because I've been to osteopaths and the fear of what they're about to do tenses you up but when you do it yeah. yourself yes. you relax yeah. um, it's a bit like driving you know not everyone's a good passenger in a car and you're trying to do the movements and you've not braked at the same time I would brake and there's that fear but with yourself you're controlling your movements you're controlling how far you move using your instruction Mm -hmm. and that I think is the most powerful part of of the courses yes Uh, for me and I've only I mean I've I've mostly only done the 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 back course that you do the lower back course Mm -hmm. um but it is, it's a fab way to, to move forward with your life, I think. And I think a lot of people get stuck in a rut of using drugs, painkillers, blah, blah, blah. This is an alternative. Yes, yes. And certainly, you know, a lot of, um, you know, sort of medical people are now starting to kind of see that is, you know, there is another way to approach things. You know, it's yes. just always to kind of reach for the painkillers and, you know, and things like that, that, that moving your body and, you know, sometimes it can be quite deceptive um, in that your back hurts, but that isn't where the problem is. So with yes. yoga, you know, you're moving your whole body. You know, yep. in, in a yoga class, you know, you can start off with kind of, you know, neck and shoulders and, you know, work into twists and do a wee bit of leg strengthening, you know, work it on hips. So, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're working through the whole body. So although you might feel, feel your feel pain in one part of your body, you know, it could be coming from somewhere completely different, which, you know, I still find, you know, having done yoga for many years, I still find that a bit mind blowing. Um, but, you know, that's why it is so beneficial to us. Um, Absolutely. Um, so moving forward, then, obviously, we have been locked down. There's a, apparently a pandemic going on. Who knew? Um, so you guys, you and um, Douglas from the village as well, who is the ice cream ninja. We'll get onto that later when I've, I've got rid of you. Um, the, you. You've been doing online classes. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because this is a bit I find really fascinating is how you've adapted your business to carry on despite not being able to meet people. Yes. Um the lockdown kind of happened, um, you know, there was kind of mutterings on sort of the Monday tea time, I would say, before um, we were kind of locked down later that week. And I was actually just due to start another kind of backwards on the on the Monday night. Um, and one of the chaps phoned me and said, look, I'm, I'm thinking I'm maybe not going to come. You know, and I, I was like, right, you know, I have to kind of make a decision here. You know, it was sort of half past five. The class was due to start at half seven. Um, so I know. So what I did, I said, right, it's not fair. I don't want people to think that they, you know, they have to come. I'm going to make the decision um, to cancel yes. the class. So I phoned everybody, cancelled the class. Um, and really, so that sort of from that Monday night, I had been up until then teaching about five classes a week and they all just stopped. And I must admit, I kind of went into a wee bit of shock because I thought, right, you know, what to do, you know, to to kind of fill that void. And I thought there's there's lots of stuff online. You know, people will find other places to go. Do I really want to be putting myself out there and, and doing stuff? And there's, you know, a couple of friends of mine were kind of who taught through gyms. Um, or a physio's practice and were kind of getting into Zoom or they were kind of being pushed into teaching on Zoom. And I thought, 
I'll have a go. Um, and, you know, with the comfort that the students that come to my classes know me and, you know, they kind of want me to be their teacher. So although there is lots out of yoga out there, they don't know all these other yoga teachers. So I kind of put out a couple of testers um, and there was people that were kind of interested in, you know, sort of taking part. Um, so that kind of started that side of it. Um, and then Douglas um, came round by the house. Obviously, he stays in the village as well and sort of chat my window. We had a wee chat out the window. And he said, I'm looking to do a four-week shape, shape-up um, programme in May. Do you fancy it? Um, and so that kind of then started a wee conversation um, about how I could feed into into that as one of his instructors. So there's lots of nice. different other instructors. Um, so you know, there's a Pilates. There's a there's a guy who's doing um, sort of cuny on running techniques and. You know, oh, I don't run all those things on fire, Rachel. You know, you know, and I thought, do you know, the yoga, although it's very different, I thought will be an amazing kind of balancing, you know, contribution to make to the program. You know, you know, people, nice. You know, they're all working to sort of tighten and. Um, you know, sort of strengthen their bodies where, you know, the yoga is going to help sort of stretch out, um, do a wee bit of mind stuff as well. You know, the the other, you know, yoga isn't all about the physical stuff. You know, um, there's a lot of kind of uh, meditation and, you know, and relaxation benefits that we can get from yoga as well. Um, so, you know, Douglas seemed quite excited to kind of have that as, as, as something to offer, um, the you know, the students that came along. And certainly we've done one week so far. So this is just going into the second week. So I do a live session on um, Thursday morning for them. So it'd be quite nice to actually meet some of the people that, you know, are kind of posting things on Facebook and things for them. So that would be uh, great. Names to the faces as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Or he gets people to post what they're eating, which is, oh, wow. which is great, but it's just seeing all these amazing, you know, all this amazing food that people are making. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how long was that in the microwave? No, I made it. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, this is just making me hungry, you know. <laughs> So if uh, as as a, a punter then, if I wanted to get involved in that, what's how would I go about that? I think for Douglas's four week um, shape up, I think you sign up for those four weeks. So um, so that's probably that you know that's a closed group. Um, so okay. that's kind of advertised on Facebook at, at the beginning um, and things for my kind of weekly classes and things like that. You would be able to contact me. Um, so I, I'm teaching currently a Hatha class and an Ashtanga class. Um, so just two different kinds of yoga for those that don't know too much about yoga. The Hatha is more of a kind of general beginner's intermediate and the Ashtanga is a wee bit more energetic or a bit more dynamic a yoga style and Zoom isn't maybe great for beginners with that, but the Hatha certainly is, you know, is completely accessible by, you know, for anybody um, okay. and things. So they would be able to email me if they wanted to come along to that. So my email is just yogaperth at btinternet.com if you want. Perfect. And we'll put a link to that underneath this podcast as well. Yeah, if you want to more information on that yeah and I, I definitely highly recommend yourself to everyone listening uh rachel listen thanks for coming on thanks for taking a wee bit out of your your evening i know you've got children to put to bed and stuff um but yeah thanks for for telling us a bit about your business mm -hmm. not a problem thank you again for having me on cheers
So that was Rachel from Yoga Perth, and it was a it was a really interesting chat. I, I especially like the image of you doing yoga in random places, like in a bandstand in the middle of London. <laughs> <laughs> I, Honestly, it was so cold when I was lying down in that slab. It was like incredibly cold, a uh, concrete slab. And, and as I say, these tourists just came up and walked around, totally ignored me. Uh, bizarre, bizarre day. We went. We actually went to Five Guys after that and stuffed their face. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I just had visions of you when you said. Nah, and like I was doing this yoga on the bandstand and these people just started copying me and it was like a flash mob <laughs> or something. <laughs> We're in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, highly important to keep moving and keep going about and doing things uh, while you're in lockdown, folks. And Rachel is really, really good. I can't thank her enough for what she's done. So thanks for that interview, Rachel. Thanks for coming on. So what else is there that we've been up to? Well, the only thing I can really think of is... Uh, takeaways so uh stuff in your face again (laughs) we've actually what's happened is we've ended up reducing the amount of takeaways because it costs money to get stuff delivered out here so it's actually quite expensive to get a Mm -hmm. a order online done here so we've been ordering through um just eat i think it is and we've ordered from a couple of places in perth now there are really good restaurants in perth and there's no um you know, no Dubai here at all, but we have ordered twice now from Just Eat and the wife has ordered a fish supper from two different places and twice now she has not gotten her fish supper. Something is conspiring against her. So the first time we got sent nothing, there were three orders instead of four. And the second time she ended up with a deep fried pizza supper instead of a fish supper. And I'm sitting here going, you've got no walk-ins. Come on, guys, you know, get this together. So my message is, try harder (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to name any names and shame anyone here the food was good I'm I'm leaving it at that I've paid good money to get that ordered out here you know we're keeping the Mm -hmm. the place alive by ordering this stuff Uh, please just return the favour and order the damn fish supper Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's just it's been a bit of a farce of oh my god you know you're just not meant to have this fish (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's it maybe it is it's just divine intervention oh yeah yeah (laughs) The the only other thing we were talking about as well, Stoby, was uh, getting out and about, isn't it? So this is, and we're going to finish on this note because I think this is really important. I know a a few people who have been afraid basically to go out. They might not even have realised they've gotten to that stage, but going out for a walk is okay. Go out for a walk. Avoid people. It's all fine. You must get out. You must connect with the outside world and get and and just get out of the house. It's very important. Absolutely. So um, during the week... I was speaking to you and I was saying, you know, I'm, ugh, I've just got no time for anything and I'm busy, busy. Um, and then you were like, you need to get out. And I was like, what? And you, you were like, go <laughs> out, just go for a walk. And so I did. And then like when I got home, I, I just felt better. And that was when I started to realize that while I wasn't down as such, you know, I wasn't like moping around like Eeyore or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just not quite myself. Yeah, yeah. And I've like the next day, I've been wanting to do it for ages. The next day, I went out and actually went for my first run in a couple of months. And Brilliant. I fully intend to keep that up now and just get back out there. And yeah, Did you okay. feel really Did you feel like mentally, yeah, physically, I was yeah. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's why we have you in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, well, that sucks. Um, I was surprised to find actually that I haven't put weight on since lockdown began. Because I actually weighed myself again. So I've maintained, which is not bad. Uh, you don't mean to hang on to the mirror in the bathroom while you do that, you know, take oh, no, some no, weight no, off. No, 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 no. I was leaning on the windowsill. 
but no and I, it, it has it is i wouldn't say like i'm mentally refreshed and ready to take on the world or anything but it just lifted my spirits so yeah i think really? like you're saying it is an important message to remind people that you might be sitting there going actually it's been three or four days since i left the house or i haven't yeah. been on a walk today i should maybe ah, i can't be bothered no i should go it's kind of thing just make yourself go yeah and you absolutely should do that. It actually reminds me of the interview that we did with Liz Gilmore not that long ago on the show where that connection with the outside world, the connection with the real world around you, that's mega important, folks. So if you haven't been out for a few days, get your shoes on, get out of the house, just go for a walk. And don't do it once, do it every day. Make use of it. And download our back catalogue and listen to every episode. <laughs> not, not that they're even remotely relevant after a couple of weeks, but... <laughs> Hey, hey, it's fine. <laughs> Good interviews in there. They should listen to them. Skip the yeah, rest. Absolutely. <laughs> Skip <Yeah>. your jokes. <laughs> and on that bombshell... Some... No, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, we have actually got some great interviews in there. Um, I think go I might on. start working through the, the full versions and start releasing them. What do you think? Well, yeah, and, and I think that that should be maybe the new format going forward of the interviews are mega important. We've had some really good guests on here. You guys are more important than we are. We're just a, a voice. Um, and, and the people that are holding it all together in Perth, they're the ones that deserve to be heard. So, yeah, get still be get it in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And get released. Uh, beyond that, though, folks, I'm looking at the clock and we are out of time. Yeah, yeah, we are. So, quick plug. We're a part of the First City Podcast Network, so check it out. We've got some great new stuff on there. We've got PCAVs have now joined as well with Positively PCAVs, and we've got Sinister Spotlight. I may have mentioned them in the last episode, I can't remember, but definitely check out the new ones. And the site's been beautified as well by yourself, Ian, so let us know what you think of the new website. Absolutely. So, get on, get listening. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you know, like us on social media that I just told you not to use um, <laughs> uh, and subscribe where you can. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple uh, podcasts, we're, we're everywhere. Yeah. You can't get rid of us. No. We apologize. <laughs> we'll see you next time though, wherever that is. Two, three weeks, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers now. Bye-bye. <laughs>